Hey, welcome to our podcast, Live Him Out, where our goal is to educate and motivate people how to live him out in their daily life. For today's episode, we're going to be asking the question, is my church woke? So welcome to our podcast. Hey, everybody. I'm excited about today. Uh, who would have thought we'd ever be asking a question like this? I'm sure if, uh, you know, if I if we would have seen this even five years ago, yeah. asking like, the question, no is way. my church woke? You're like, dude, you don't know how to talk? What yeah. is woke? What is that? <laughs> so uh, we're going to address this today. It's it's becoming more and more of a common term in mm-hmm. the culture. Yeah. And um, as we're going to talk about today, woke ideology is obviously present in the culture. And we believe it is creeping into the church yep. as well. So let's start with some uh, definitions of uh, woke that will help us today frame the conversation. Yeah. So if you were to look up in the dictionary the term woke, uh, you would find that it is uh, defined as an, an awareness of systemic injustices and prejudices, uh, especially those related to civil and human rights. So it's this idea that there is injustice mm-hmm. and uh, prejudices that are built in. Uh, this where you often hear the word systemic. It is across yeah. the platforms the of, of society, yeah. the systems of society. And um, therefore, these must be called out. Mm-hmm. And it kind of sets in place the two classes of people. Yeah. They're the oppressors mm-hmm. and the oppressed. And so... Uh, you see this in a lot of places, but we we also recognize this is rooted. Let's go ahead and say it out here as well mm-hmm. at the beginning. This is rooted in Marxism. This yeah. is rooted in the idea of pitting one group yeah. against another. Yeah. And so if you uh, label one the oppressor and label one the oppressed, then they become at odds with one yeah. another. And this isn't just like conservative <clears throat> talking points. It's literally how Marxism works. There's the oppressed and yeah. the oppressor. It was on the financial end in that day. Uh, yeah. But... <laughs> Now we see it in a lot of different other forms, but at the root of it, it is Marxist. Yeah, it's true. So other terms that you hear today are critical race theory. Mm -hmm. It's this idea that the races, uh, amongst the races, there is oppression and oppressed uh, and oppressor status. Mm -hmm. And so therefore those must be called out. Those must be dealt with in often harsh and uh, strong, angry ways. Uh, It's theory that's taught in our educational systems today. Uh, widely. Uh, There's also uh, demands then for um, justice to be brought about as a result of that. Social justice then should be brought about because of these injustices. Yes, where the oppressed would then be have the higher hand and the oppressor would get the justice. Yeah, exactly. And so then you see justice doled out, not based on uh, standards or equality Mm -hmm. or truth or equal offense, justice, Mm -hmm. but you receive justice based on your status. Yeah, how oppressed you are. Yeah, so the more oppressed you can prove yourself to be, Mm -hmm. then the more favor you get Mm -hmm. in culture or the more uh, lenience you get sometimes even in uh, justice systems regarding police and judges and so forth. Yeah, exactly. And and that also has (laughs) another term called intersectionality. Yeah. So. so the more the more injustices you can claim against yourself, mm-hmm. whether it be your race, your yeah. socioeconomic yeah. or gender, gender, all that physical status, whatever yeah. it might be, the more yeah. of those you can claim, the more value you get. You become the greater oppressed mm-hmm. person. So this obviously fosters a victim mentality yeah. within the culture. 
uh, demands for social equity, mm-hmm. not social equality. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we there's an attempt to balance things out yeah. uh, financially. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the oppress of the, the rich and the poor, and therefore what the rich had me to be taken to give to the poor so that they're- so Everything's equal. Equal, yeah. Equi- equitable yeah. is the term they use. Uh, you often find that these terms are then applied or believed to be true in uh, the social orders that we have, police departments. Mm-hmm. That's why there's a, a cry to remove police departments in some ears because they're in unjust or unjust. Yeah. And so you get cancel culture mm-hmm. from all of this as well. And, and you hear even terminology about those who refuse to admit that they actually are racist. You, yeah. you come up with terms like uh, white fragility. Yeah. Know, simply you you are ignoring or refusing mm-hmm. to admit that race mm-hmm. uh, you are racist yeah which goes to show how much more racist you are <laughs> right so. so all of this uh, we're seeing in the culture today and and we can say yes I've seen that on the news yeah. seen that on the internet heard those stories yeah. but we are actually finding that creeping into the church as well yeah. some of these same ideologies they and took on a little bit different name yeah exactly i would i would say it's faster than creeping in i think yeah. it, it has swooped in and taken right. some whole branches of the church yes. and it's now creeping further into the um our area of churches i, I think you're right you're exactly right it, it is it is widespread mm-hmm. it, it, it is uh, maybe crept is what's happening into what is what used to be considered even conservative denominations yes. Yes. and and churches exactly that's you're right that's where the creeping is more occurring mm-hmm. into and, that into level the, into the long rooted history of churches uh, yeah. specifically in the south and and I mean it's the northwest predominantly is rather woke I mean right. you know the towns that are rather woke right and so those churches mostly have followed in line with that. Yeah. And so we are now seeing a creeping in to uh, a lot of the, like you're saying, conservative churches as well. Yeah, so. yeah. So the Bible makes it clear that we should be wise. Um, we should be careful um, against philosophies that exist mm-hmm. in our day. We should be aware of what they are yeah. and and fight against them. Yes. Uh, Colossians says, see to it that no one takes you captive. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to be held captive. And so if someone was trying to physically take me captive, I would be fighting against that. Mm -hmm. If someone were trying to take my family captive, I would be fighting against that. I wouldn't just uh, say please. I would would be aggressively working to keep them from being held captive. Mm -hmm. So Paul writes that in Colossians 2.8, see to that no one takes you captive through deceptive philosophies um, that depend upon human traditions, he Mm -hmm. says, and and not according to Christ. Mm -hmm. So it's imperative in our day that the church be aware of the philosophies that are moving in the culture and make sure that they don't take us captive as believers, as the church. Uh, We are at war. Uh, It's a spiritual war. It's not against people, but it is against ideologies, it is mm-hmm. against philosophies. Um, Ephesians uh, 6.12 talks about that. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, yeah. but against principalities and power. So we are fighting against ideologies. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's part of what this is today. I can get very fired up about things like this. Yes, and I believe we should uh, as churches and, yes. and pastors and leaders um, because uh, we must maintain the integrity, uh, yeah. the truth that has been handed down mm-hmm. to us in the gospel and in the word of God. So um, we are uh, going to take this on today, uh, this idea of woke 
and how it has moved into the church. We're going to talk about eight areas where yeah. that has it is creeping in, and we'll frame it all along this line yeah. of um, uh, your church might be woke if. So yeah, sure. as we go through this today, I'd encourage you to maybe make some notes. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you don't know whether or not your church is woke, uh, but maybe that. have some suspect ideas, then you know, use some of these as talking points yeah. to sit down with your pastor, yeah. your staff members, mm-hmm. uh, and ask these questions. You yeah. shouldn't be afraid of those. Uh, we should be uh, very well aware yeah. of them. So I will say one more thing before we get <clears throat> into these points. Uh, woke ideology in and of itself, uh, to me, I, I think mm-hmm. people have taken this to be its own religion. Yeah. Uh, it has its own gospel. We've talked about that, the anti-gospel of the culture in one right. of our other podcasts. Yep. But um, people want to follow a religious way in a sense. They want to have a way of salvation because they mm-hmm. recognize their sin, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. However, they, the people who are pushing the woke ideology, have formed their own religion in which a way you worship they yep. created Yep. Uh, a way in which you uh, have elevated, you know, needs and all that stuff where you deify yep. things and yeah, and and there is a greater sin. Yeah, there exactly. Is, there is there's a penance to yeah. pay. There's a hell and a heaven. Basically, cancel <clears throat> culture and they'll send yep. you. We'll, we will send you to hell. Yeah, we'll cancel you. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. And the higher up in your intersections, the more yep. heavenly you basically yep. are. <laughs> It's true. It's, it's true. Go watch the anti gospel of the culture as well if yeah. you're interested in more of that idea. Yeah, and. With the that ideology, there really is little mercy. Yeah, it's a forced, yes. uh, forced demand that you yeah. come along. Yeah, you come along or mm-hmm. else. So for sure. All right, let's talk about how this has uh, has moved into the church. We'll use yeah. moved instead of crept. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So uh, your church might be woke. Number one, if uh, there is a teaching that some should apologize for their race or their skin color. That's mm-hmm. uh, a common. Uh, activity that has moved into the church that yeah. uh, that there's elements where you are forced to confess you are a racist mm-hmm. whether you actually think you are yeah. or not <laughs> yes that because of your your skin color determines the fact that you're a racist mm-hmm. and that's kind of the standard 101 line yeah uh, and then you're being told you are a racist whether you admit it or not and, mm-hmm. and if you don't it even proves more that yeah. you're a racist yeah like people say you're born a racist and you must recognize and admit that, <clears throat> confess that, and you'll be forgiven. It's like, wow, hmm, it's like a religion. It's like, <laughs> it's it's like a biblical thing. No, but seriously, people it's say true. you're born racist and you either have the choice to accept it and apologize for it, mm-hmm. or you are going to be a racist if you deny it. Yeah, and we'll cancel you, and like we'll cancel you said. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and that you must take active steps to uh, work against not being racist. Consistently, continually. Yeah, yeah. always. So uh, you, your church might be woke if that is part of the teaching and and the ongoing focus mm-hmm. within the church. And, and it often happens. Of course, yeah. we know the truth is, is that uh, our problem is not with our skin, but yeah. with our sin, not to sound, <laughs> you know, uh, catchy or... Yeah. But trite, but it really yeah. is true. Yeah. Our problem is not what's on the outside, but what's on the inside. Yeah. And we're called to confess our sin. Yes, and, not, and not your racism, even though yeah. it is a sin. <clears throat> right. But the you're to confess your sin, and God is willing, faithful, just to forgive you of your sins. Yeah. Uh, you know, the other thing that happens is when that becomes the focus in a church, then... I, I, I think some people might even might even have well-meaning 
I don't know, motivation behind mm-hmm. all of that. But the fact that you're making race an issue actually creates more division mm-hmm. than it does unity. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you read in the New Testament and you find that people of all classes and backgrounds yeah. and nationalities exactly. and gender, they come together and there's oneness, yeah. not because they focus on their differences, mm-hmm. but because they focus on Christ. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so Colossians, again, uh, Paul writes and he says, he says here, uh, there's no Gentile or Jew. Mm-hmm. There's no circumcised, uncircumcised. There's no barbarian, Scythian, slave or free. But Christ is in all. Yeah. And uh, Christ is all and is in all. Yeah. That's the focus. So yes, the uh, Jesus should be the focus. The gospel should be the focus. Repentance of our sins should exactly. be the focus. Yeah. Um, and, and not apologizing for um, your skin. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. Uh, let's move on. Number two, uh, you, your, your church might be woke if there's a teaching that social problems are solved by social justice. Yeah. So again, those are terms used in the world today, but it, it shows up within the church. The ideology is that uh, if you could just redistribute wealth and equal the uh, economic groupings, then there wouldn't be any more social problems. You could take from those who have and give to those who have not, then you could somehow solve all social ills. I mean, that's a giant... <laughs> Uh, ideology right there yep. that's flawed. Yep. Uh, it's not in how much you possess your riches that, that your problem is found. Mm-hmm. Sin is for all levels of people, whether they're yeah. poor or whether they're rich. And so exactly. redistributing wealth is not necessarily answer all social no. ills. Uh, but that's that's kind of the ideology that those who, who have more are the problem and that, that laws should be then put into place to flatten those things out, to yeah. remove um, those who who don't have much. And therefore, it, it puts in place then another problem where you begin to have this blame mentality toward yes. others. That you look at others and based on what they have or look like, and you become angry at them. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's not conducive to unity, and no. that's not the message of the gospel. Exactly. He encourages victimhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have, and you do have, and so I'm. I'm I must take. <laughs> I'm insecure or, yeah. and, and angry about what I don't have, and I'm angry at you because you do have, yeah. and it just causes a lot of problems with a social order. Then at yeah. this point, it pits people against one another in, instead of solving issues. Yeah, and, and it causes a justice system to arise. Then. Uh, based on economics, race, nationality, gender, as you mentioned, intersectionality, mm-hmm. a justice system based on that. Yeah. Instead of, uh, God says that justice should be based on truth. Yes. Not on your social status, sin, mm-hmm. sin, skin color, yeah. or any of those matters, or gender. Yeah. Or, or So you find like in Leviticus 19, uh, the Bible says, do not pervert justice, do not show partiality to the poor or favoritism to the great, but judge your neighbor fairly or equitably or, or yes. in equality and truth, yeah. as the Bible exactly. would say. That literally opposes what happens today and what is being pushed today. Like, yeah. do not show partiality to the poor or yeah. favoritism to the great. It's true. Judge your neighbor fairly. It's, <laughs> it's true. Just, it's just so straight up. And it's like, wow, that makes sense. And yep. Truth doesn't have feelings, yeah. but it is truth. It is. And it's fixed truth as well. And the minute you change that, the minute you change what truth is, what justice yeah. is, man, you just throw off the very foundation of culture itself. Yeah. And you you pit people 
against one another in anger, and then people are are judged based on again their status at the time, mm-hmm. their social standing at the time. So, um, all right, let's let's move on to another one. Um, your church might be woke if there is teaching that gender is fluid and up to a person's own wishes or wants. Yep. Now, I, I recognize that um, woke ideology doesn't really involve gender as much. Uh, it tends to involve more uh, social status, but this is this is where the bleed over begins yeah. to happen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, woke ideology moves on over into this realm. Yes, because the intersections. That's true. Your gender plays in mm-hmm. at this point. Um, so uh, there is a, a rampant belief today that um, that gender is not or should not be limited to just male and female, that yeah. there's an actual difference the world would say between gender and your sexuality mm-hmm. uh, and that you get to choose based on your own wants, wishes, or desires what sexuality you are, what gender mm-hmm. you are. And so, therefore, a person could be born physically male, but might choose to be, um, you know, female, and that therefore that should be accepted—not just accepted, but celebrated. Mm-hmm. So then you get a whole host of uh, gender fluidity, uh, many, many, many different versions of what gender could yeah. be, and that when that moves into the church, it starts to look like this. Um, we should be accepting of all people, yeah. uh, not just accepting, we should be celebrating, celebrating yeah. all people who come in, whether they are uh, transgender, homosexual, lesbian couples, mm-hmm. whatever that might be, yep. that all of that should come in and we should be accepting and celebrating promoting, that. basically. Yeah, yeah and promoting Elevating, that. Yeah. And, and calling out anyone who speaks against it. Yeah, because it's offensive. Yeah, it's offensive, that's right. <laughs> you don't want right. to offend anyone. And and I, I again I'll be clear as as we've done here at Vertical that um, the gospel is open for all yes. to come. Yes, uh, Jesus invites us to come, but he doesn't invite us to come and stay as we are. Yeah, he invites us to come and be changed by who he is. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we recognize that um, all are sinners. Yes, all who come and they come in search of a savior. And mm-hmm. so you can. You come into the church uh, with your struggles, weaknesses, mm-hmm. temptations, tendencies, but you don't come in celebrating those. You don't. Someone doesn't come in angry and wanting to hurt other people, and us say, "Oh, we're just so glad you're yeah. here. Come on, come on in. Keep coming yeah. back. Yeah, don't change." <laughs> exactly. We would never do that. And so uh, that applies across the board. So there is a place for grace for those who come in recognizing their sin, who want to be free and, and seek a savior, but to come in and demand uh, being celebrated uh, that your gender is, is not what God designed you to yeah. be and you want to be celebrated for that. Uh, if that's happening within your church, your church might be woke, buying yes. into woke ideology. Yes, uh, We know the truth is that God made two genders, male and female. The scripture is very clear. God created uh, man in his own image, male and female. He created them. This is part of his design, it's a reflection of his heart. Uh, it's a reflection of a, a much bigger plan that he has. Uh, it's a picture of, of his heart for man. As we find in the New Testament, that shows up in God's design for marriage. Yeah. where uh, God creates a husband and says, you now are going to be a picture of Christ in your mm-hmm. marriage. And he says to the wife, and you're going to be a picture of what it looks like to respond to Christ and to be his bride. 
And so uh, husband is a picture of, of, of grace and the wife is a picture of faith. And this, these two together make up this beautiful imagery of uh, that should be a mm-hmm. picture of God to the world. Yeah. So um, I get it when, um, when people distort the image of marriage and even the, dist- the distort male and female, you are distorting the very image of God, the, the, the created order that he has established. I can see why he established them. And there's such a, uh, his word, I believe, uh, gives guidelines for how we're to live yeah. in our genders Absolutely. even. Absolutely. So, uh, but your church might be woke if there's a push for allowing variant and uh, fluid acceptance yeah. of fluid genders. Yeah, with no addressing the topic. Exactly. That's, yeah. That's the other thing is that it's one thing to, again, have someone of the LGBT community right. uh, come to your church uh, it's another thing to have them come and address it and, and have conversations with them yep. and there be change and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then want to pursue. be free exactly. from that. Exactly. Right. Different uh, than accepting and celebrating. Yep. Uh, again, there's people who come in the door every Sunday and you're part of the church yes. <clears throat> uh, who are still working through us included, mm-hmm. still working through areas in our life where we're being conformed to the image of yes. Christ. Uh, the difference should be that all who are part of the body of Christ are seeking yes. to walk in the spirit, not in the flesh. Yes. Uh, and exactly. so for all who come in like that, mm-hmm. there is grace. But for those who come in yeah. demanding and arrogant mm-hmm. and refusing, I mean, the Bible says God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Yeah. So I think yes. that's some of the differences there. Absolutely. Uh, number four, your church might be woke if there's a teaching that marriage forms are fluid and up for every couple to decide that there can be a woman married to a woman, a man married to a man, a transgender married to transgender. And you just kind of get all types of forms. You name it, yeah. uh, and this related to, the, to number three, but yeah. the, the belief that marriage is really just up to love and marriage yeah. is just whatever two yeah. people decide it to be. And there's not a form that the Bible describes, but the Bible is very clear on that. <laughs> it and, is. And so it, it's one of those things we can't we can't twist. We can't say, well, it's isn't really culturally relevant today, yeah. or or I feel differently. Uh, you're getting like, into some of the woke. Yeah, it's like I don't care how you feel, though. It's like it doesn't matter how you feel differently or anything like that. But exactly. What is the truth? Are we conforming to the truth, or is the truth conforming to us? Yeah, that's that's kind of the question. I mean, that's yeah. another thing people are always pursuing or pushing is that like, oh, well, you're not going to let them be happy together. It's mm. like, well. It's not a biblical commandment that we have to make everyone happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, but yeah. to stand for truth. and Yeah, that's true. All right, let's move on. Uh, number five, uh, your church might be woke if the push says the greatest demand of the gospel is to love and accept others rather yeah. than repent, take up your cross, and follow wow. Jesus. That's a big one. Yeah, it is. Because that seems to be the line today. We should yeah. just be loving. We yeah. should be accepting of all people. And the church should welcome all in the door and celebrate them. Yeah, uh, and that our highest motivation, desire should be to love, accept, and celebrate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just seems like such a um, a misunderstanding of what love is. Yeah, uh, of what Jesus was about. Because if Jesus was really just about accepting everyone for who they are and where they are, then there would have been no need for him to go to the cross. Exactly, he would have just. Exactly. said, 
here I am. Yeah. Uh, come on, everybody, yeah. and I'll have nothing to say against your sins or yeah. against uh, yeah. how you're living. I just love everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't come to free you. I came to just accept you as yeah. you are. But yeah. you don't find that in the gospel. You find Jesus very uh, moved toward righteousness and yes. justice and those who were plastic and fake yeah. and and didn't have a heart for the things yeah. of God. Yeah. So, and then continuing on to literally die on the cross for the sins of the world, right? For the sins of the person who will believe. It's yeah. like that that's who that goes to show the weight of Jesus's uh, movements yeah. towards righteousness, right? That's true. Uh, love if you truly love somebody, you would have to speak the truth to them. Mm-hmm. And that's what Jesus did. He, he loved us enough to speak the truth to us about our sin yeah. and then take on that sin on the cross exactly uh, to free us from that sin. Mm-hmm. So um, you find things like Jesus saying, if, if you love me, then you will keep my commandments. Mm-hmm. He didn't just say, if you love me, you'll be accepting of everybody. That, that wasn't how it worked. Yeah, no. And in First John, we see it repeated again. Uh, By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. So yeah. there's this calling that what love does is that love uh, wants what God says and, and puts that as the highest priority. Yeah. And so if that means drawing a line sometimes, if that means correcting, if that means speaking something to someone that even could be offensive. Mm-hmm. You do that in love because you want them to be free. Mm-hmm. You don't want to just accept them as they are in in their sin, in yeah. their in their bondage, whatever that might be. Exactly. Jesus Jesus came to free us yeah. from our sin, not just keep us yep. in our sin. So, yep. uh Absolutely. you might be church your, your church might be woke if if you're if the highest motivation and demand is to love and accept and celebrate yeah. all instead of taking up your cross and following Jesus. Mm-hmm. All right. Number six, uh, your church might be woke if there is a refusal to speak truth about social matters, yeah. government, or yeah. even political Absolutely. issues. I recognize that uh, churches as 501c3 organizations cannot promote uh, a political uh, party or person running for office, but we can and should speak truth. Yeah, And those obviously have social, sometimes governmental, even sometimes political uh, ramifications mm-hmm. to them, but we speak based on the truth, not on party platforms yeah. necessarily. So, but there is a belief today uh, in some churches that the gospel should be separate from the matters of culture, that there's a religion or a religious part of life. Then there's a, a secular part of life that there's a part of life that's spiritual. There's a part of life that's, that's not. And those two really shouldn't have anything to do with one another. I come, mm-hmm. some say I come to church to find peace with God uh, and, and that's all I want. I just want, you know, kind of this fairy taleish world yeah. uh, separate from the realities of life. Exactly. And you just, you don't find that in the Gospels. No. Uh, there, there's this idea again today that, that the church should be silent regarding matters of culture and that the kingdom of God has nothing to do with the kingdoms of this world. But we know that Jesus said, hey, here's how you pray. You pray for the will of God to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Uh, you find yeah. Jesus uh, speaking out against issues in his day, mm-hmm. uh, even offensive to those who were in religious institutions, even governmental institutions. Uh, the book of Acts is filled with instances yeah. where uh, where people stood up against 
um, the cultural issues of the day, and it got them in trouble. Mm-hmm. It got them arrested. They were told to not speak about Jesus into, into the culture, um, and they they face persecution. The disciples themselves will actually come to the end of their life because of that. They'll give their life for that. Uh, but Jesus calls the church to be uh, the light of the world, not just the light of the church. Yes. He calls us to be the salt of the earth, not just the salt of the church. Yes. So there is a place and there should be a, a role for the church to speak mm-hmm. into the setting of the, of the culture, to yeah. speak about truth for uh, a marriage and truth in a home and mm-hmm. raising your children Absolutely. and all of those matters. If it yeah. means, even if it means calling out uh, certain sins exactly, yeah. uh, in, in the culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just uh, there's a move today away from all of that, yep. and that the the church should take on more of this role of just being a social help, yeah, social agency. Yeah, uh, we just um, we help those in need, and that's our greatest ministry. And I get it. There's times that that yeah. is a need, and we yeah. should care for those who cannot care for mm-hmm. themselves. But if if your church, if their focus is on social giving to people more than presenting the gospel and seeing lives transformed. Exactly. Might be an issue there. Might be something to really look at because uh, the real evidence of a church should be that people are being brought into the family of faith. Their lives are being transformed. There's continual change and repentance based on that. So if you're, if you're giving to social needs leads toward people finding freedom in Christ and coming to Christ score. Yeah, absolutely. Touchdown. But if it is, if your um, social uh, giving or helps is an end to itself, yeah, yeah, church might be woke. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's another thing I would say is like with the Great Commission, we're called to speak into everywhere, reach all the people, yeah. right? Go everywhere go with the gospel. Go into all the world. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Not like <clears throat> go into your section of one area of this town and stay there, yeah. but we're to go and be everywhere and sharing the gospel, living the gospel yeah. uh, with others. And, and I just... I don't see how the Great Commission, where you're to go into all the world yeah. and staying in this little area, those those are opposite, I would say. Yeah, and, and not making disciples. That That's the Great yeah. Commission. Yes, exactly. Go and make disciples, mm-hmm. teaching them yeah. to observe all things I've yes. commanded you, is what exactly. Jesus said. Exactly. Uh, there's time to feed the poor. There's time to help the homeless. Or there should be that, but it should be toward the end of teaching them all that I've commanded you, as Jesus said, mm-hmm. and making disciples, making followers of Christ. Absolutely. All right. uh, the last two we've got today are going to initially sound like uh, they are separate from woke ideology, uh-huh. like maybe they don't belong in this conversation. But I think we would argue today that these are actually the root yeah. of how woke ideology begins. Yes. And if these two are, are present in your church, then there should be cause for... Yeah. Concern. You you are on the the edge of stepping all the way into wokeness. Yeah, right. <clears throat> and this is where it usually starts yes. with these next two. Mm-hmm. So, uh, number seven, your church might be headed toward wokeism if the Bible is not adhered to as the standard for truth on yeah. all matters of life and practice. Yeah. If the Bible is not considered God's word, uh, inerrant, uh, without flaw. Um, then you have opened the door to wokeism because yes. if the Bible is no longer the standard, then something else is, yep. and it's usually uh, man. Yep. It, it's usually someone's interpretation mm-hmm. that says, "Well, 
I don't know that that's really what that means. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not sure that those miracles really happen. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if that's really what that implies or teaches. Yeah. If that's really relevant for our day. Yeah. Instantly it becomes truth is relative. Yep. And did God really say? It's, it's the first, like those are the two <clears throat> things that are like red flag, red flag, red flag. It's yeah. the original sin comes from, yeah. did God really say? You're right. Mm-hmm. The the downfall of churches, the downfall of our nation, the downfall mm-hmm. of communities, mm-hmm. all starts whenever you start denying or uh, I would not, not doubting, but whenever you start denying and taking steps against the Bible being truth. Yeah. If you have your doubts, find someone that wholeheartedly yep. believes it and say, convince me, yeah. like, just try, like, yeah. please have a conversation with me about this stuff. Because yeah. this is, this is something that it's not something to be toyed with right. of like, uh, maybe I believe it. Maybe I don't believe mm-hmm. it. Uh, I don't really know. Yeah. You know, once, once you remove this as the foundation, you, you open the door to any kind of lifestyle. Yeah. You, you decide at this point. Truth, exactly. Like you said, truth is relative. Truth is what I want it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have my truth. You have your truth. There can be 15 different truths at the table, you know, kind yeah, of thing. Exactly. No, there's, there's one truth. There yeah. has to be one truth and God's exactly. word is the truth. Exactly. If not, then uh, if you're not going to trust it in one element, then you can't trust any of no, it at that point. Can't. It's all yeah. uh, un, untrustworthy, but exactly. we believe that it is. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but this becomes then the open door, yeah. Because if if you're if you're unclear or don't believe what the Bible says about two genders, then you know it's then open to my own, yeah, my own exactly. interpretation, yeah. my own desires. How do you feel about it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. then and then I I have to accept all other forms of people's truths, yeah. if you will. And, and a church that that buys into that kind of teaching mm-hmm. is really. There will be no future for that church. No. That that church yeah. will not succeed. Absolutely, it may show a sign of life for a time, but it will ultimately crumble because mm-hmm. uh, it's the word of God that endures forever. Yeah. It's the word of God that the gospel is based on. It's, it's the word of God that that truth is based on. Mm-hmm. So uh, this becomes then an, an important element. It's one of those questions worth asking your pastor or your yeah. staff. And where, where do we stand on uh, the veracity of scriptures, yeah, one of the exactly. bigger words, yeah. the inerrancy of scripture? Yep. What do you believe about the Bible itself? Mm-hmm. Is it is it without flaw and without fail? Yeah. So, For sure. Um, I would say one other thing I would add is that like you look at any great uh, revivals, great mm-hmm. movements in mm-hmm. our culture and history of the world even, yeah. uh, <clears throat> you look at any of those and it usually becomes it comes from someone preaching the Bible, preaching, calling out sin, mm-hmm. people recognizing their sin, yep. turning from their ways, yep. and running to Jesus. Right. And that all happens from whoever it is, whatever leaders there are, yep. believing that the Bible is inerrant. I can't find, I don't know of any great moves of God where people were like, hey, I'm kind of half and half on this whole Bible thing, <laughs> but I'm going to call out sin, you know, yeah. because that just is not how it works. You no. know, that's not how, um, <clears throat> just, it would instantly discredit you. But yeah. you look at anytime there's been a great move of God uh, where people turn to Christ, mm-hmm. it's because the Bible is proclaimed as truth. Yep. It's proclaimed as the one that is the standard. Yep. It's proclaimed as as the, like, this is what we adhere to. We right 
change our lives into this rather than let's change the Bible into our lives. Yep, that's true. That only only then can there be repentance. Yes. And can there be salvation? Yes. Uh, only then when you believe that Jesus is mm-hmm. is Lord, as the Bible de- declares, mm-hmm. then then there can only only then can there be life transformation and change. Yes, exactly. So when when yeah. that gets eroded, uh, that the Bible is really maybe not the standard and mm-hmm. maybe not completely uh, without error. Mm-hmm. You're on your way to wokeism at that yes, point. Yes, absolutely. Uh, the last one is similar, um, but it, it carries such a powerful weight in churches that either opens the door or slams the door on wokeism. Yep. And here it is. Your church might be woke <laughs> if salvation is gained through ongoing repentance. Yeah. Not repentance, but no. penance yeah. and works. So some churches would say that you have to earn your way to heaven, mm-hmm. that by going through a system of works and 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 confessions and uh, keeping certain laws and doing good that you can earn salvation. Some mm-hmm. churches would say that salvation can be gained, it can be lost. It can yeah. be gained, it can be lost. Yeah. It can be gained, it can be lost. That it's really yeah. based on your efforts, your mm-hmm. your. Uh, track record. Yeah, some churches would say that uh, your goal in this life is to do more good than bad, and that somehow when you get to heaven there'll be a, a weighing of the scales. Yeah, some churches would say that you actually cannot even know in this life. Yeah, for certainty if you're going to heaven. Uh, and some churches would say that there are then people on earth who help determine the standards for mm-hmm. what you should do in this yeah. penance and works format. Mm-hmm. So. If that is happening in your church, your church, your church is headed toward wokeism. Yes, uh, because you've opened the door then to make salvation about you yep. and not about Christ. Yeah, what I can do exactly. to try to get to Him, rather yeah. than what He has done yep. to get to us yep. exactly. and to free us. Yeah. Which, so, if you go back to the woke religion, like we were talking about in the beginning, it is totally works based. You have to. It's true. You have to do all of the things, jump through all of the hoops in order to have a certain standing with a certain people. Yep. Whereas, as the gospel states that we are saved by faith, right? Like yeah. our sign over here is exactly. grace by faith alone. It's yep. not by our works. Yep. Yep. It's not by ongoing uh, bowing before anyone. Yeah. It's not by ongoing penance before exactly. uh, certain people. Yep. It's a gift that comes from God as grace yeah. and is to be responded to by faith, which exactly. in and of itself is a gift as well. Yes. Uh, but such a such an important element, essential, yeah. foundational element, salvation exactly. is by the grace of God to us through yeah. Christ mm-hmm. and responded to by faith alone. And yes. when that is interrupted and that becomes mm-hmm. shifted and mm-hmm. it becomes that salvation is somehow this work effort mm-hmm. that you work to maintain and you not, don't really have any certainties in this life no. and someone sets himself as the judge as to what yes. those standards are. Exactly. Whew. It's yeah. not time to sit in that church any longer. No. It's, it's time, time to, to have a conversation, and then if they can't answer yeah. uh, securely about what salvation is, it it is. I think it is time yeah. to run. It's time to get away from a, a place like that. Yeah. Um, that's damaging. It's it's against the <clears throat> the truth of scripture. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think you open the door, then that opens the door to wokeism mm-hmm. because it becomes all about my my efforts and what I want to do. So, mm-hmm. uh, man, what a day to live! What a day to be yeah. the church. That uh, might seem uh, frightening at times. It might mm-hmm. seem overwhelming at times. But this is the day we are called to stand as the pillar and the ground of truth. This is the day we are called to speak 
And we're to make sure we're not taken captive by the philosophies of the world. So yep. uh, our prayer is that um, that these would help you in your um, look for a church in that process, which can be yeah. daunting at times. Yeah. Uh, but evaluating evaluating where you attend as a believer, the church yes. you're a part of, we, we must be those who hold to truth today. So mm-hmm. uh, I appreciate all the comments today, additions, the discussion. Mm-hmm. We hope it's a help to you. For so, sure. Yeah. So blessings to you as we carry on as the church uh, of Jesus in this day and this time, yeah. for which we have been planted here. Exactly. So, yeah. All right. Blessings to you. Yeah. May you uh, live him out. Yeah. And don't forget to like and subscribe. There you go. Yeah. <laughs>